Welcome everyone to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter and I'm joined as always by Tim. Hello. This is a horror movie podcast. <laughs> we get together, we talk about scary movies. It's just really quite that simple. Um, now, I don't know exactly when this episode is going out, but yes, clearly it is December as we're recording. And Tim, what have you done to your, your, your hair there? <laughs> something going on? There's a... There you go. Oh, yes, that was very... <laughs> very elegant the way you, you, you sort of just flicked your hair back like a shampoo commercial anyway uh so yes yeah, so it's december the christmas tree's up I, it may be like february by the time you see this i have no idea so just bear that in mind bear can, that can mind. you fix it in post just turn into a valentine's day tree or something <laughs> hey this is this is your fault you're gonna paternity leave. this is why we record episodes mm. so far the beds we're gonna we're gonna have werewolf episodes like in late april that are gonna have christmas trees in the background because you had to go and spread your seed hey i i had a calling really <laughs> fulfilling that destiny okay all right uh but yeah we're actually talking a film that just came out at the time of recording it'll be a little bit mm. obviously less new by the time this goes out but uh, we're going to talk about Freaky, which is the new film from Christopher Landon. Uh, came from Bloomhouse. Obviously, Christopher Landon directed both the first and second Happy Death Day, mm-hmm. and this was the this is the new film about the this is the body swap. So, so if Happy Death Day was Groundhog Day but slasher movie, this movie is body swap movie but slasher movie, mm-hmm. and. Even the title Freaky obviously is a, a reference to Freaky Friday, which is not mm-hmm. the first example of the body swap there's there's one with uh i can't remember what it's called but there's one with uh judge reinhold where he swaps bodies uh, with a kid that came before freaky friday but okay. no one re- no one remembers that was so everyone just thinks yeah. freaky friday's what started it but uh yes which is it's clearly okay I, I think that's the first thing before we even talk about what the movie is or if we liked it or anything i want to say something they clearly Uh-oh. wanted to call this freaky friday the 13th uh, and yeah and obviously that's why they, they held back what the title was, because we knew about this movie for a little while. They'd been talking about this untitled film coming, you know, with the body mm-hmm. swap premise. And I think the reason why it was untitled for so long is because they were trying to see if legally they could get away with calling it Freaky Friday the 13th. And I think maybe it's just because there's a whole Friday the 13th franchise. It just, it was too hot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can see that. Um, uh... Uh, it's so stupid uh <laughs> but i mean yeah lord knows friday the 13th doesn't need any more legal troubles like, <laughs> i know <laughs> you, you want to get it tied into courts uh for even longer but it's because because uh, the way it comes up at the start because it comes up with, in the first scene it says it's like wednesday the 11th and it comes up you know <laughs> thursday the 12th and as soon as it comes up with the second day i'm like okay it's born to friday the 13th and i went Wait, they clearly wanted to call this yeah. Freaky Friday the 13th. <laughs> that was clearly what the title was going to be, and they couldn't get away with it. So that's, that sucks. Uh, that sucks, because, yeah, it is a good title. Um, and it, it just always is kind of annoying when it's like, you know, creativity has to, you know, come second to, like, dumb legal shit. Um, and yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think the thing is, it's like, you know... I don't think anyone would be confusing this with Friday the 13th. Like, and, you know, it's, and like Friday the 13th is a, it's a film franchise, but it is also like, you know, like a, 
a day that people recognize as like a bad day and stuff so i, I don't know like I, I see why you wouldn't want to do it and i'm sure that they had like lawyers discuss it and think about it and whatever but it, it's annoying that you can't I mean, I, I, I mean, obviously, Freaky Friday's all, all obviously in that title as well. So maybe, it, maybe it was more the Freaky Friday people who would have been a problem sure. than Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah. <laughs> but true. since Friday the Thirteenth is just like a day that we have, but uh, mm. I wonder if the the subject matter and the fact that the killer—I mean, I think the killer—you know—in the opening when he's just been a killer, he is mm. very discount Jason Voorhees in a lot of ways. Sure. It, it really feels that way. So I wonder if it's like okay, if this was a a, a slapstick comedy. Uh, that had nothing to do with like a horror slasher villain. I wonder if that would be okay because it's clearly a different subject. But because there's a killer doing very Jasony things, it's a bit more murky. That, make, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, this is all pure speculation. But I just the way they were emphasizing it was Friday the Thirteenth. I'm like, Freaky Friday the Thirteenth is the perfect title for this, and it's yeah. <laughs> they've obviously shorn it to just Freaky just because they couldn't get away with it for some reason or another. So. Yeah. Hey ho, that's what it is. But yeah, so yeah, that's a uh, you know slasher movie villain swaps bodies with teenage girl, uh, starring Catherine Newton and Vince Vaughn, and uh, we'll get into it. But I will ask the question, the time old question: Tim, did you enjoy yeah. this movie film? Uh, I did, and uh, I I was a little relieved because I was kind of hesitant going in. Um, I, I do quite like Happy Death Day, but I really, really hated uh, Happy Death Day to you. I just, uh, to me, that one really pivoted uh, onto the comedy side more. And I, I can be forgiven with bad horror, but I cannot forgive <laughs> bad comedy. It really irks me. And, um, you know, watching the trailer for this, I thought it was a good trailer, but it did seem to be, you know, leaning heavy uh, into comedy. So I was worried about that. But uh, no, I was happy to say I dug it. I thought. You know, and like not every joke worked for me, but I thought there was, uh, you know, plenty of funny stuff, especially, you know, coming from uh, the two main actors uh, going into this. I had heard a lot of people saying like, oh, my God, Vince Vaughn is so good. He's like, you know, he should get an Oscar for this role. <laughs> like he's like, <laughs> that. <laughs> well, I think it, I mean, I think it was like, you know, a little uh, I, I don't think people say it that way, like you know, too serious. But, you know, uh-huh. they're like, but, you know, they're saying it is a very, you know, good like nuanced performance and really knocked out of the park and uh, you know i do agree with that but honestly i was actually more impressed with the um uh the, the actress who played uh missy uh, Catherine newton uh, mm-hmm. i actually thought like yeah, her stuff is, as the melly as well oh, just for the record <laughs> millie yeah, yeah 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 um uh sorry what did i say missy yeah missy yeah. oh yeah millie sorry uh so uh, I actually thought she was really funny. Like uh, I actually enjoyed, you know, more her stuff as the you know psycho killer uh, than I did as like you know Vince Vaughn as a teenage girl. Uh, but uh, no, I think what I really liked about this, you know, and I don't want to keep comparing it to you know Happy Death Day and everything, but uh, I, I like that this movie, while it, it is you know leaning very much into comedy uh, and everything it still remembers that it's a horror movie it still has the kills the gore it's playing off the horror tropes like um you know while you might even say it is more comedy or horror comedy or whatever uh, i like that it doesn't necessarily sacrifice itself for the the horror i mean you know like most movies i could have used more kills and stuff but uh, i do like that you know it, it didn't shy away from having you know gore and stuff in it, and some of the kills are pretty cool so um yeah, uh, overall, uh, I was uh, happy with it. Interesting mix of uh, opinions in there, <laughs> uh, which 
because I, 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 I have a kind of a more mixed reaction to this film. There's things about this movie that I really like. And I think mm. it starts off really strong. I think the opening, like, 20 minutes, 25 minutes, because there's an opening sort of just like, oh, here's the killer being a killer kind of thing, which I thought was yeah. actually quite well done as a discount Friday the 13th. It actually really made totally. me want a Friday the 13th movie again. I'm like, damn, I want sure. I want <laughs> a guy in a hockey mask doing these shitty, these, not shitty, these, you know, over-the-top kills. Mm. Uh, and I thought the introduction to the main characters were good. Uh, it really felt like a traditional mm. old-school slasher movie, the way it was kind of making me care about the lead character and... Uh, mm-hmm. you know it felt well directed Landon knows what he's doing with the camera so on so on um, mm-hmm. I have to admit though and I agreed with something you said in there but I also mm-hmm. very much disagree with something else I think Vince okay. Va- I don't think Vince Vaughn's that good in this movie in fact I think Vince Vaughn in this movie really lowers it quite a bit whenever we because <laughs> you said that you preferred her her performance uh, as, yeah. as the killer um, I definitely agree with that. I thought everything with her, once the body swap and the fact mm. that she's so quiet because the killer up until that point had also been, you know, Jason Voorhees-esque, super silent and just stalking around. And mm. the comedy of her like looking at knives and like, is she going to, is she going to snap <laughs> and start killing people now? Like, that was really yeah. funny. Mm-hmm. I have a couple of nitpicks with that side of things. A couple of things that don't make much sense to me. But other than that, like, I, I thought that was the far more entertaining, you know, side of, of all that. I thought, yeah. I thought Vince Vaughn's performance, at times, some of the worst jokes came from from him, uh, in oh, terms of sure. the yeah. in terms of the oh I'm a teenage girl and a uh, you know a fifty year old man's body, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know there's a lot of there's, there's an extended sequence of, of going to the bathroom I'll just say that and a lot of and mm. there was one or two things that made me snicker in there because I thought it was a nice little poignant thing that someone might point out if they'd never stood up and peed or had a penis before but mm-hmm. there was also other jokes where i was like eh, trying a bit hard with this mm-hmm. but the problem the main problem i had it all boils down to this okay i feel like vince vaughn does like a really caricature impression of a very typical movie teenage girl i don't think mm-hmm. the performance he puts in matches the teenage girl that we were introduced to in the first 20 minutes well i uh i i agree with that but the i i think and i don't think it's necessarily you know, Vince Vaughn's fault, but I do think a problem is like, we really don't see, uh, like too much range from the character, like in the beginning. Like, I, I feel like, you know, not that I want to spend like an hour with her, you know, before we get to the premise, but like, I don't know. I, I feel like all you really get is that, you know, she's kind of like sad and quiet. And then, yeah, Vince Vaughn is very much playing like kind of a, a regular, yeah, like teenage high school girl. That's like, not sad and quiet but i mean like I, I feel like you don't really get to you don't see that side of her before you go in like i, I don't know if i necessarily say it feels disingenuous to the character like i can see you know this character maybe like acting like that but i feel like the movie doesn't really show us that beforehand which is kind of a problem yeah she, she she's very quiet she's very reserved uh she's kind of sad and i think it does a good job of making me care about her because you know we get set up a relationship with her yeah. sister and her mother and it does like you know some backstory stuff and she's very likable and we have this shitty high school bully who gives her crap and and the whole arc of the, the whole arc of the movie is really supposed to be about her like not being like confident and not being brave and the idea of like yeah. having some time and this you know huge body gives her this chance to you know <laughs> experience some power for a change and like mm-hmm. th- th- that's part of the part of the, the story I, I think but there's, there's you know there's moments there's a scene later on i won't say about the context of the scene is because we're spoiler free territory right now uh, but mm-hmm. 
there's a scene later on where she says like hashtag something like three times in a row yeah and i'm like the character <laughs> we met in the first 20 minutes did not seem like she would yeah. ever say hashtag this out loud for anything yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, that, I, I totally get that yeah, yeah. and it's not just that but that, that's like the big example i can think of and point to and say mm-hmm. no i Ima- imagine the character in the first 20 minutes saying hashtag something <laughs> it yeah. just it doesn't compute no i totally <laughs> uh yeah so. no i i i totally agree with that like one thing that i did think was kind of frustrating but also like kind of funny because like you're talking about how like you know she's getting bullied and stuff but like it's uh I, I mean obviously i get why they're doing this for the movie and stuff but it's just one of those things where it's like why would like everyone be so awful to this girl like she's such a you know like quiet not really like standing out causing trouble person and then like but she's like constantly over the top bullied like even by like her teacher <laughs> and stuff like uh <laughs> And, it, and it's just like it's one of those like movie things where it's just like kind of funny where it's like would people really be this mean to this person especially when it's like someone that like just lost like a parent like the year before like or like everyone is like so like mad at her and it's obviously like you know it's set up for you know like what what happens you know once they swap and everything so i i get why they do it but it's just one of those things where i'm like why is this happening yeah I think Vaughn's performance, and I, I mean, honestly, be his fault. I mean, maybe the direction and the script, who who have sure. written wrote them, written them to be over the top. But I think it really needs to be toned down and a bit more nuanced. It's yeah. I, I think a problem with it is it's like, uh, I, first of all, I don't think it's like necessarily something we we've never seen before because, like, you know, it felt mm-hmm. very much like the uh, like Jack Black and Jumanji, you know, where it's like the joke is just constantly hey look this like 50 year old dude is acting like a 15 year old girl like you know after a while you kind of have to get past that and um you know kind of like uh do some other stuff which i think they do do uh like i I think some of the funniest stuff is like when she is like realizing like um you know how big she is and how powerful she is like in that body like that kind of stuff i I think is more funny than like you said just her Mm. like you know saying something like a you know young girl would say Um, anytime she puts her or i say "Ah, well she technically but you know i mean anytime vince vaughn puts his hands up with this he's like ah and i'll be like stop (laughs) stop it like uh it's because it it does feel like at times he is changing his voice a little bit like he's doing like a slight impression and i'm like no 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 she's in his body she should just have his voice, right? Ha- mm-hmm. Just to say these things, deadpad Vince Vaughn, and like you know, sure. I, I don't know. I, I I had a problem with that side of the movie. So, and because that became a bigger factor in the movie in the back half, I I, I definitely felt the back half not working for me that well. Which is a shame because mm-hmm. I, I I thought I was really going to like the movie based on the opening like twenty minutes. I thought it was doing a really good job of setting up, kind of very similar to Happy Death Day in a way where it was setting up all these things. Because in Happy Death Day. The first time a tree goes through the day, you're sort of like noticing all these little things that it's setting up that's going to be different, or she's going to notice again the second time, and it becomes these little staples that can be changed or altered as the movie goes on. And I thought this movie did a similar thing where in the opening, like you know, twenty minutes where we're introduced to her and her family and her friends, there was all these little things where it was like, okay, that's going to be important that our friends know this about, or or uh, that they have this special handshake, or they have, or just mm-hmm. little things like that that. It felt like it was setting up all these little breadcrumbs that were going to be used later for everything else. Um, but yeah. 
Yeah, I, I wanted to uh, like it more, I, and I did. Let's see. Yeah. No, I, I definitely agree with that. I think there's, like, some pretty obvious flaws, and I don't think it's amazing by any stretch, but I think it, you know, manages to be entertaining enough, and, you know, has, like, you know, some decent kills and fun ideas in it, uh, and, mm -hmm. you know, the characters, I, I think, are fairly likable. I feel like, um, I don't know, don't really get too much time with, like, other characters in it. Like, I never really felt like we, you know, really got too much depth with, like, the friends characters or anything but um but i mean like you know like everyone's pretty likable except for like you know the douchebags which are very <laughs> hateable but then you know they usually kind of get their comeuppance and stuff um yeah there's definitely things like i, I would have taken out uh of it that yeah i, I think like uh yeah I, I don't we'll talk more like in spoilers but i think the kind of um i think maybe like the emotional like stuff they were trying to do i don't think you really needed it <laughs> like in this movie mm. um like i i think the premise uh is like so you know outlandish and you kind of know what you're getting into with that that you, you can just focus on that instead of like <laughs> having to have this kind of emotional arcs but uh whatever uh, again though like i think overall i think it's a very like enjoyable watchable movie like yeah i, I didn't have a bad time watching it yeah no, it's an easy watch i, I don't want to be too harsh on it because it is actually very watchable and it's worth yeah. watching for Newton's performance, if nothing else. So, and she's mm -hmm. the new Cassie Lang, so you're going to be seeing her again uh, in Ant-Man 3. Oh, and Ant-Man. Okay. Mm. Cool. Yeah. Uh, people might have seen her before in Big Little <laughs> Lies, and she's been in a couple other things here or there. But obviously she's pretty young, so she's just kind of blossoming into the into the wider movie world. Um, <laughs> one thing I want to mention is spoiler-free, because I think that's, that's just fair to talk about spoilers, so... Sure. So, I don't mind part of this. Part of this is fine. So, so part of the idea here, uh, when the the switch happens, is that the serial killer doesn't like Millie's clothes, uh, because Millie dresses in like sort of like you know woven cardigans and sort of dresses, kind of like a you know a nerdy girl, whatever. Um, mm. and the serial killer's not feeling that, and goes to the sister's closet. And like picks out this red leather jacket, and I'm like, okay, fine. For whatever reason, now that he's in a woman's body, like he fancies this red leather jacket more than you know any of Millie's clothes. What I didn't get, and this, this is really weird to me, is that she then goes to school, and we get the essentially the scene from the the hit television show Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the Zeppo, where Xander's walking down the hallway, and everyone's turning, and going, "Oh my god, he's so hot!" Right? For some reason, <laughs> yeah. when he shows up to school in her body, like he's done something that she doesn't typically do at least not to this extent is that he's put on a lot of makeup and it all mm. looks you know correct it looks like someone who knows how to put on makeup and mm. now that there's i'm sure there's serial killers who would know how to put on makeup and there's, <laughs> there's definitely a type of character you can do that with vince von serial killer on this though wears like he's the most lazy looking serial killer he doesn't <laughs> shave he, you know he's, he's got stubble he wears like a sort of dirty like sweater and like comfortable yeah. clothes like this guy clearly has no idea how to put on mascara and lipstick I, I refuse <laughs> and i'm like this is so weird you think it'd be the opposite you think she would be like a normal teenage girl at first and then once the serial killer is taken over and he has no idea or doesn't care to do any of this shit that he would then show up to school looking more frumpy because oh he didn't know how to do any of that <laughs> yeah no, I mean, I think that's totally fair, but I mean, I don't know. Is that really the thing you want to like quibble with? <laughs> like, I think with this kind of movie, you just buy into the premise or whatever. And 
I don't know. It, it's not really. So, it didn't really make me think too hard about it. <laughs> I don't know. It just stuck out to me. Like as soon as we saw her get in, and like I was like, "Wait, we're really doing this? She's transformed into the the hot badass." Like, but why? Why would the serial killer <laughs> make himself hot? I don't understand why you why you would do that. <laughs> and maybe if they'd set up a character who seemed like he might, like if that was like, like a bit more of a nuanced character trait that. He was. He did want to explore that side of himself or something, but up until that point, Vince Vaughn's character is just this greasy, like slow killer. That's all he is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It, just, uh, it doesn't fit his character. Yeah, yeah I mean that's fair. I, but I mean, it. I don't know. It, it's such like a. It seems like such like a, a shallow character. Like you said, it's basically like a knockoff. You know, Jason Voorhees that. I don't know. I don't think you're supposed to really spend too much time thinking about it other than just the fact that, hey, he's like crazy and unhinged, you know? I think it stuck out to me so much because it feels like it's it's almost the exact opposite of what I think the default, like, idea would be. The default idea would be the opposite. It would be, no, becomes less girly, but somehow, mm-hmm. but somehow becomes more girly. Uh, visually, at least there. Mm-hmm. We obviously... I mean, it's a long time before he even speaks in her body because he's so used to being quiet. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. But that, that, that was, my, that was I mean, really my only complaint with the, the, the teenage girl side of the, the switch I, afterwards. Yeah. I, I think the uh, the makeup stuff, uh, I'll definitely give you that. Like, I, mm-hmm. yeah, like, I do agree. Like, all right, how the hell do you know <laughs> how to put on makeup? Um, and, and, I mean... And, and, I mean, if you really, really, you know, really want to get deep, though, uh, in here, I don't know if it's, you know, playing on some type of trope of, like, you know, other serial killers, uh, like, you know, like Leatherface or Psycho or something that maybe might have, like, um, attributes where they, like, you know, dress like women or, or something like that. Like, I don't know if it's maybe playing off something like that, that, you know, but if it is trying to say something uh, to that extent, they obviously don't give you you know, any type of indication that's what they're doing. Um, it definitely isn't. The, There's nothing about that character, yeah. the, the Vince Vaughn character, that s- says that at all. He he doesn't yeah. look like he, he washes. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> so I did not buy, I did not buy that he uh, knows how to apply makeup. I just don't buy it. Yeah. So the, the makeup I will give you, but I would um, disagree with you on the clothes though, because I think when you look at her clothes, they are, like uh like when she wakes up and she's wearing like pajamas with like dogs on them mm-hmm. like i could totally see his character not wanting to wear like cutesy clothes oh, no, like I that mean, I, I, I even started that off by saying that i got, I got the clothes to an extent like i don't you know i wasn't, oh, okay, I wasn't complaining okay, okay, about the clothes yeah uh it was okay, it, gotcha. it was just when she showed up at school and she's all done up and like her nails were painted mm. i think like, I'm like <laughs> did these nails yeah. Did he, did, he, did he take time to do his nails before he went to school? Um, because I, I like the idea, the core idea of him being like, wait, I can walk into a high school. <laughs> I can walk into yeah. a high school and start <laughs> killing people. It was basically, was basically going through his head as a slasher villain. So I, I get like that side of it, and that that's kind of kind of fun. Um, yeah. It, it I never, think I mean... There you go, there you go. I know, well, I'm just saying, I, I don't know, maybe I'm like just being too easy on it, but I think like something that's like obviously playing off like tropes like like this movie it's you know very obviously playing off you know both horror tropes and like you know body switch tropes and stuff like i i think you know as as someone that 
you know, is like watches these movies and understands the kind of stuff they're playing off. I don't know. I think you kind of just got to give it like a little leeway. I which, thought you, you know, I, I thought you were going to say there as someone who has switched bodies with yes. a teenage girl in the past. Let me tell you. Let me tell you how it goes. Um, yeah, I, I, it's not like a huge. Know, like, it's, it's not a huge deal, yeah. but it's something that really stuck out to me. Just when they sort of revealed her look, I was like, "Wait, why? Why, why did he do all this?" Like, if they'd given me like I a mean, montage of him trying and failing, and then eventually getting it right or something, because that may have been a funny scene. Yeah, uh, you know. Sure. Um, yeah, or like, I don't know the, you know the mother or sister comes in and she has like makeup all over their face and they're like, yeah, "Oh, yeah. here, let me do that for you," you know. Um, but uh, no, I I totally get you, and I mean I definitely have stuff like that with sometimes you watch a movie and like, just like like some like kind of weird thing just sticks out that sticks out at you. Like I so I I, I know what you what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we'll take this. We'll uh, take this. We thank our Patreon producers at the time of recording. Uh, we are recording this in advance after Christmas tree didn't give that away. Uh, but thank you to Tyler Hess, Cindy Palacios, David Sharp, Board Now, Al Tribesman, Christopher Moy, Brett Williams, and David Brown. They are Patreon producers, which means they are twenty dollars or more at patreon.com slash TV. But you can support us over there, of course, for as little as one dollar per month, and that one dollar will get you access to the back catalogue of all the exclusive bonus episodes that we've done. Uh, over the last couple of years um, those are on pause for new episodes right now while Tim's on paternity leave but they'll be back mm-hmm. in the spring sometime late spring uh, so look forward to those coming back but there's uh, bonuses for other shows and at the $5 tier you still get early access to all the episodes by a day so go and have a look and see if you're interested in helping keeping all the content coming and of course remember that if you can't do that don't feel too bad you can hit the like button which does help us a lot on YouTube or rate the podcast on iTunes 5 stars and give us a review so thank you kindly mm-hmm. So from this point on, full spoilers for Freaky, Friday the 13th. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, um, I really, so I really dug the opening like five minute, ten minute, like prologue scene, which is, you know, just the the, the, the yeah. four teenagers at like the girl's house alone, no parents, uh, talking about and, the serial killer legend. Yeah, what I liked about this is that it was, it was definitely like cliche but it's not that over the top cliche. I feel like you get a lot of times um, when a movie is like, you know, trying to parody like a Friday the 13th thing. Cause mm. a lot of times they really overdo it. And like, you know, it'll just be like someone being like, Hey, let's go have unprotected sex and like, smoke, <laughs> you know, illegal drugs. Like, uh, like obviously like they're doing that stuff, but they're not like, you know, being so show and tell about it, you know, like, they're not like winking to the camera with it. Like it did feel more like, oh no, we are trying to do like an actual like kind of Friday no, the Thirteenth. It, it felt more like a genuine scene from one of those movies, which is why I said it kind of yeah. put me in the mood to get another Friday the Thirteenth because I I thought the kills especially yeah. were actually kind of fun. There you have uh, the the first guy has like, the, bottle the, kill. The, yeah, the bottle gets shoved <laughs> down his neck and then he sort of like breaks it off, so you see some broken glass come through his throat, and I'm like, oh, that was actually a really cool little kill. And then the second person just gets their head slammed in a toilet seat repeatedly mm-hmm. and it, you know but it goes long enough that it was actually quite a bit of blood and there's like some smushing and yeah it looks quite good and, and, it, and then breaking a tennis racket in half and sticking both sides in the sides of the head so it, lo- yeah. it looks it looks like the old you know the, the arrow through the head like sort of like gimmick hat you put on yeah but it's like a tennis racket but you actually did just break it in half and go uh, you know that was that was good um and and that uh, oh sorry there you go there you go, there you go. i'll make my next point oh no just 
Oh yeah, I was just gonna say, uh, yeah, and I think uh, Vince Vaughn is like you know, I mostly think of him like from like comedies and stuff, but you kind of forget he is like a huge dude. So he really like looks yeah. like very intimidating, and you know, it, it's not unlike you know when you see someone that's playing Jason or Michael Myers or something like you do believe that this big massive body can do these things. <laughs> Which yeah. uh, I, I think actually like is is pretty funny later on, like, you know, when he uh, is, you know, in a Millie's body, but kind of like, you know, forgets he doesn't have that like strength and build anymore. <laughs> I think a lot of that stuff is funny. Yeah, he's uh, six foot five. I just looked it up. I was curious. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and like, it's not like he's like super strong, but just like when you're just that tall and like, yeah. as long as you're not like, you know, super skinny, I, uh, like you just... <laughs> honestly the only complaint i have about the serial killer is that i do think the i mean the mask is like just this sort of like antique mask which is basically a like mm. a, a holeless hockey mask right it's basically just yeah. a flat <laughs> hockey mask uh without the yeah. holes but uh, i will say that the actual costume not that i mean it's not like a lot of thought goes into the jason costume or the michael costume but <laughs> yeah. jason typically got like a sort of like dirtier ripped shirt or something it looks like a bit more designed it does kind of feel like in this vince vaughn just said no i'm showing up in my sweatpants and that's what i'm wearing <laughs> like this it feels yeah. like so unbelievably low-key that i'm like okay you could have put a little bit of panache on the, the outfit just a little bit uh and like part of it to me kind of feels like less like uh and, and maybe this is just because you know we we see more of him you know when the like body is swapped and stuff but like i don't know it, it kind of just felt like more like a crazy homeless guy than like a you know, like a mythic Jason kind of figure or whatever. Yeah, that, that was the only problem. Was just give him like a sort of dirty like Jason-esque shirt or something. I don't know. Just the, yeah. make it a bit more than just Vince Vaughn rolled out of bed wearing that that day. <laughs> so that's just what they commit you to for the rest of the movie. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, oddly, there's actually a really weird thing in the first bit that I like. So so the first two kills are like the one couple and the other couple are off having sex. And we cut to them having sex. Like, the girl pushes the guy away and just sort of buttons up, and he sort of says, hey, what about me? And she's like, ah, you were taking too long. And it's not that funny <laughs> a joke, but for for some reason, I found it really refreshing that the complaint in the horror movie is that the guy was taking too long instead of finishing too quick. I don't know why, but that actually felt oddly refreshing. It was like... It's a nice... Yeah, yeah okay. it's a nice subversion, because, yeah, you've seen that joke how many times where, like, the guy finishes in five seconds, so... Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, it, but it does seem a little mean. Like, she has been a bit mean on her part, but at the same time, <laughs> sure. it's like, oh, you know what? This is different than normal. Yeah. I'll, I'll take yeah. it. Uh, <laughs> and if it did upset you, she gets stabbed. She, she probably has the worst death out of the forge because it's, it's, it's a really simple just sort of stabbing to the wall. Whereas the other three, you get these oh, yeah. really wacky, fun kills. Uh, yeah. You know, so. Um, speaking of kills, so I'll, I'll just skip ahead to some of the other ones. So there's the, the Billy Girl... Who, this is once she switched bodies, right? So this is serial yeah. killers inside uh, Millie's body. And she kind of lures the bully to the, the locker room under the guise of giving gossip about... Because everyone knows she was attacked. Like the killer almost got her, right? Because when he stabs yeah. her with this blade that he stole from the antiques... Because the, the, they're the house at the start. The, the dad's like this antiques collector and it's this magic blade, <laughs> whatever. Right? <laughs> I mean, this is all just gimmicky. This is the MacGuffin thing. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> so can you explain to me exactly what this device is that he uses to cryogenically freeze <sighs> the, 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 the yeah, bully? Yeah, I had the 
I have the same exact thing. I mean, granted, it's, it, you know, it's been a while now since I've been in school, so I'm sure... So since you've uh, been in the girls' locker room at high school, yes. Right. <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, so, I, I mean, I'm sure they probably have, you know, more, you know, technological advances, uh, you know, than we've had. But, like, I, I very much doubt that most schools, especially, like, public schools, have what I'm assuming is a some type of cryo like muscle relaxer i'm, I'm that, that's my is, guess is like, that what it is because this is the thing my my two thoughts when this happened i mean obviously it's funny they're doing the, the you know the jason x kill where you know because because yeah. when when the other person opens the door and the body falls out it shatters like the t-1000 like this is <laughs> like this is this is how frozen she gets and the two thoughts i had or well, maybe even three is one this feels far too expensive for a school uh yeah Especially since point two, that it it gets to the point where she's not just like been frozen to death. It's not just, she's not just hypothermic and like <laughs> died. She's frozen to the point where she's shattering. That that is so unbelievably I, like industry level standards of like cooling that I don't understand why yeah. it's in high school. <laughs> and then point three, and perhaps the most important one, which you've had a guess at, is what the hell is this thing even for? I don't even know what it is. Why is this like super freezer thing in the girls' locker room in a high school? I don't understand what it is. Yeah, I, I had no idea whatsoever either. And uh, again, that was my best bet is that it's like something to do with like muscles or, or something for like, you know, the athletes before like the, if, you know, the playing and something. But uh, because, like you said, though, even if that's what it is. Yeah, like, it, it feels too expensive for a high school. <laughs> Well, not even that, but like I, I think there has to be some type of safety measure in it where oh, sure, you yeah, can't yeah. accidentally turn it up to freeze level. It, it's, the same, it's the same whenever you get a kill in a movie where someone's in a sauna and they turn the sauna. I'm like, no, surely yeah. there's a safety setting in this to stop you from melting someone alive. Uh, yeah. I mean, hell, uh, that temperature, <laughs> is it even built to go that high? Why would it even have a setting that goes up there? Yeah, like my, uh, you know, my, my parents had like, this little mini sauna thing like it's it basically kind of like like a like maybe the size of like a closet that you basically just sit in and it would like put like you know fill with steam but like it like i think you know you could maybe get it like a little over 100 degrees you know like mm. but that's it like yeah in, in these horror movies they always like turn it up to like 300 where it's like no that they would not like they would have so many safety stuff in place to otherwise like the companies would just get sued at the at the ass. You know? Yeah, because when when the door was first opened and I saw the light coming from because I didn't see it was I didn't see like anything that implied it was like a cold thing. I was kind of like, oh, like, I mean, this is still like, kind of weird for a high school to have this. But I thought, is this like a like a like a tanning booth? Like, did, did they go in and get, you know? That's what I thought at first. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, but then of course when they open it and she falls out and like smashes like ice, I'm like, oh, okay, it's like a freezer and the locker. <laughs> I mean, room. Uh, <laughs> so I, yeah i mean i definitely had a ton of questions uh, on this scene but put those aside i, I thought it was still like a cool kill yeah uh, uh your wife as someone who should have been in the girls locker room at some point in high school uh <laughs> yeah. did she have any insight on this no not at all no. not at all no okay, i'm just curious <laughs> i yeah no like we, we were both like baffled by it but I, um, I love the idea of this because uh, the reason why I asked that I, I wasn't expecting a, a, a yes but I, I was just like imagine if this was something that just as men we just didn't like this is the every girl yeah, just women every, every girl's it. locker room has one of these things and we're like what is this well you know it, it helps with that time of the month you know? <laughs> <laughs> what you go in and 
cryogently freeze your eggs and <laughs> what <laughs> oh man that's the, it baffled me it baffled me uh but you know for, the, the smashing was fun enough although i did enjoy the uh the, the teacher who kind of bullies her uh <laughs> yeah. So who's played by Alan Ruck, who you might recognize. He was on Spin City. Uh, he was in Speed, oh, okay. of all things, but he was much younger, of course. Uh, he was recently in season one of The Exorcist, uh, which is a few years ago now. Oh, but... yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, so he's like, he's like the, uh, the... the uh, Unusually the... mean teacher. <laughs> yeah, he's like the tech teacher, or uh, what would you call it? You'd call it Woodshop? A woodshop. That's what you'd yeah. call it, yeah. Uh, but he... Uh, you know, it's like they're making dog houses or whatever early on, but uh, and he's, he's kind of mean. I mean, he's not mean like a super bully way. It's more just he's been really harsh because she's been late enough times. He's like, oh, have you applied yourself? But, oh, you've let us down again, miss. Many. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> again, it's like just so strange because, uh, one, I don't think like a, a teacher would be like that specifically mean, but like also, you know, again, like to a student that, you know, just had a tragedy even if it was a year ago i feel like you know the teachers would know that it would be like a little sympathetic you know to her and uh and, and again it's not like she is a class clown that's always you know acting up and like getting in trouble like you know she seems like a person that's just quiet and kind of stays out of the way you know what i thought was interesting about the actual kill scene though is you know because because the teacher's a dick to him and her body earlier on when she's actually in class with everyone else which has a really weird moment so there's this guy that she has a crush on the the real uh Millie that is and he gets a yeah. cut on his finger and she or he as her sucks the blood off his finger and it's like this like super erotic moment and i'm like i mean we never got the impression that he actually likes to drink blood before like so it felt like a really weird like moment just to, just to give us the, the the like oh that was like why she acted all sexy now she's like sucking his finger mm. like you know the, but anyway well i'm saving the plot for after i'm just going through the kills just now because you know <laughs> sure. there's some structure to this madness that we call show yeah but i mean the, the, the kill itself is fun in the sense that it's uh you know it's, yeah. it's, you know, it's a shop so there's uh, a buzzsaw and uh but the, the fun thing comes out of this from a, a mechanics idea is that this is like him realizing that he's not in his usual body, so he doesn't have yeah. the strength he's used to. So when he tries to like push the teacher initially onto the buzzsaw table, you know the teacher fights back and like like she can't really or he can't do much about it. It's kind of a an interesting thing where he's like, oh, this body's useless. Like he starts to realize that he, he doesn't have the yeah. power. It, sure, he ha he can lull people into a false sense of security. He, he can sneak them into places. He can he can trick them. He can lure guys into dangerous situations. But he's realizing that he can't just like grab someone by the neck and lift them up like he used to. Uh, so that's an interesting, yeah. you know, thing to explore. I think with his side of things and, and her body. Yeah, and I, I think it was a. Uh, I actually thought this was, like pretty funny. And then like, uh, you know, I, I think even like early on we kind of see, like, um, you know, he he's like kind of, I, I I think used to intimidating people just by looking at him. Mm. You know, just like. Uh, you know, the, the scene uh, when he's, you know, uh, uh, Millie first sees him, he's kind of like standing, uh, you know, far away in the fog and stuff. And then like in this woodshop scene, it seems like he's trying to do a similar thing where he's being very slow and like looking at the teacher. But, you know, instead of being intimidated, the teacher's just like, what are you doing? <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I do think it's kind of funny that like on the one hand, the teacher, <laughs> like he doesn't seem to shy away from like having to beat her up but he is also like at the same time he is like going like 
all right, this is self-defense. Like, I mean, you are attacking me just so you know, like I'm not, yeah, yeah, uh, but then there's like, a, there's, a, there's a weird, there's a weird sort of tightrope here that's been walked where yeah. the first push doesn't really do anything. He's just like, okay, you're in trouble now, Missy. You just, you know, and yeah. I'm not saying Missy is a name because you said that earlier. I'm, right, 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 I'm, right. I'm just saying, yeah. I'm Missy in the, you know, someone saying, oh, you're in trouble now, Missy. Um, but yeah. like, so when she first tries to push him and it doesn't work, she's like, you just try to push me, like you're in trouble now, like what the hell, <laughs> yeah. right? But then like she actively tries to like stab him and push him to a buzzsaw, and eventually he like puts his, he's like, all right, oh, come on now, <laughs> he gets, he's yeah. like, and I'm like, okay, and he's saying self defense. Once he does fight back and, and sort of pushes her down, though, he does like kick her a couple of times in the stomach, which is a bit like, okay, now now you're kicking her while she's yeah. down. This is you've crossed the <laughs> yeah. line here. It's not self defense anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like at, at like at one point it's like all right you're getting like some weird satisfaction from this <laughs> yeah because because after he kicks her he's like yeah you've always been a little bitch melanie yeah. <laughs> 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 i'm like whoa okay this guy's working out some pent up rage he's gonna throw yeah, a bad there, divorce there's, or something yeah there's something else going on here like that i feel like that there just has to be a reason why he hates her so much uh, uh and it, it what was i was like I was gonna say that he does kill her, uh, kill him. Sorry, with oh, yeah, uh, yeah. The, the buzzsaw and just and pushes him all because it stabs him in the neck first, so he's kind of weak, and then pushes him up the buzzsaw. So they, and the camera's kind of like from the head down, so we sort of see the split happening, mm. table height. So it's it's, it's a fun, okay. Yeah, and and again to uh yeah give the movie credit, like it is very bloody. Like they didn't mm-hmm. like, you know, th- this is definitely you know R rated. Like they didn't like kind of. Do you know what? I almost feel that Landon uh, regretted or felt bad that people, you know, because I love Happy Death Day, but even I said the one Mm -hmm. thing that's maybe missing from Happy Death Day is the R-rated kills, like the the actual good kills. So I wonder if that was something that he felt was like, oh, I wish I'd kind of done that in those movies, so I'm going to like really make a point of doing it here. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Uh, but it feels, you know, and I could have used a few more. There's a couple more at the end, towards the end, uh, when there's like a, because obviously there's a party towards the end, uh, the homecoming. It's like a homecoming gets cancelled, so the kids all throw their own homecoming at a abandoned, like, warehouse or mill? something like that. Mill, yeah, it was Old a mill, mill, you're right. It was a mill. Yeah. Uh, uh, which, like, somehow they're able to. They, one thing that's kind of nuts is, like, this all takes place in, like, one day, and, like, they were able to throw together, like, this insane it's not like, even, party. It's not even just that. <laughs> like, school's already finished and they're hanging out at, like, a, an arcade. It's, like, 4 p.m., 5 p.m. Like, oh, hey, we can have a party tonight at the mill. And we cut there, like, a few hours later, and it's been, like, decorated with lights, and there's, yeah. like, a DJ, and I'm like. <laughs> These kids are resourceful. Like, what? <laughs> what's going on? Um, this is the opposite. So, uh, this is the opposite of the adults in the original My Bloody Valentine who to <laughs> have so much trouble putting a party together despite the fact that they're adults. Uh, anyway. Yeah, so this is a one thing that I, I did have a kind of a problem with uh, because uh, I, I was enjoying all of this, um, like, the, like, uh, Millie killing people at school and everything, but I feel like after school kind of lets out um yeah we are done with the kills for quite a bit uh yeah and it goes away like yeah and i'm not saying that like there isn't stuff i enjoyed in this time like because again like the characters are likable so there was some you know there's fun stuff going on but it did just kind of feel like all right i'm just waiting for the horror to kind of kick back up again like i want to you know like like once they kind of trap millie and stuff it's like all right this isn't as much as what i wanted yeah, they trap Millie, and it's about, and there is some fun stuff here. Uh, we'll get to when we go yeah. through that, but, um, but when we get back to the kills, like there's actually like a really dark scene where, 
there's one of the jocks earlier on that she kind of really insulted because they all they all made fun of her they all called her like uh like i can't remember what they said to her but they basically said that she wasn't worth worth screwing you know repeatedly early on when they were bullying her and throwing things mm. at her um and saying that oh maybe you know maybe she we could have sex with her she has a paper bag over they, her head she, you know things like that oh yeah she was uh yeah she was the uh mascot yes. for her high school so she was she was like a beaver and then yeah someone said like hey someone yeah. beaver i wouldn't touch uh but obviously once the transformation happens they're all kind of into her and the one guy kind of grabs her ass and as i say well it's her ass because it's her body but it's you know right, right, yeah. obviously it's uh vaughn who's in there and he leans over and it's almost like and i do get the one thing i do appreciate about again it's her her side of it's better and her performance is that it starts off very much like she's walking around quiet but, but as the movie goes on she starts to sort of like see the potential and interact in a bit uh, and that's part yeah. of like the skill she can use now. And she sort of leans over and says something. You, you're you're <coughs> making this pussy drier than sandpaper or something like, that. like really insults yeah. him. <laughs> but he takes it personally because later on he tries to like uh, confront her at the party. I, I say, it, and again, her being well, him and, and her body. And don't don't forget during that scene too. She literally says, "I can't wait to kill you." <laughs> oh, she does. Yeah, she does. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, but later on and. And clearly Vince Vaughn's like, okay, I fancy a kill. So yeah, okay, I'll smell at him <laughs> and he'll lead me off to a dark private place. And, but this yeah. isn't really dark where when he takes her into the, the private place, like two of his friends are waiting and he they basically want oh, a yeah. they want a gangbanger. Like that, that's that's the, the, the premise <laughs> of this scene is that they want to the, uh, team up. And the and I think what's like a, like especially very dark about it is uh, they don't specifically say it I think but you kind of get the feeling that she doesn't have a choice. Yeah, <laughs> like, and it's know? one of those things where obviously in the context of the scene we know she's about to murder all three of them and we're going to enjoy her right. murder. And if, that's why the things like the teacher's a dick, the bully that she kills earlier is a dick. Everyone she kills when she switched mm -hmm. bodies is all people that we actually want to see die. They're all bad people. They're all people who are awful in some way or another. And these three, the most awful of all, because it, it very much looks like they were about to commit serious sexual assault. So, yeah, I, you know. Oh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I, I was, I was yeah, going to describe the kills, but you're going to go. Well, no, I mean, I just to kind of tack on to that, it does feel like, yeah, like earlier on with that, like popular girl and the teacher, uh, they felt like, over the top in kind of a silly way and mm -hmm. like you're still excited for them to get killed but yeah these people they feel like i don't know it, it almost feels like too like realistic and dark like it's not yeah. like a, a fun uh and then i also would say kind of the same thing for the kind of like the fourth member of, of the team that gets killed like a little bit after him that uh you know tries to come on to uh the friend josh uh which like also gets like kind of like you know weird and dark <laughs> Like, yeah, it's because yeah, I think the thing with the teacher is because we were, we were laughing about it, and yeah, if you if you if you take a step back and say, okay, we're watching this middle aged man kick a what you know from his perspective a right. teenage girl in the stomach, that yes. sounds quite dark, <laughs> but there is kind of a weird absurd humor to it because the way he kind of like gets like so like oh I'm ready to fight now like the second she starts she's ready to start yeah. like the reason as soon as he realizes it's physical he immediately puts up his fist like he's, he's like, oh it's time for a fight I've been waiting for this. But it's not in a exactly. way. It's yeah. not in this weird abusive way. It's like, oh yeah, I was waiting to. Like, yeah, let's go, mano and mano. It, it actually comes exactly. off as a really silly, <laughs> over the top, funny thing, uh, despite where you know, yeah, if, if some teacher did this in real life to, uh, you know, even if the girl was trying to assault him, 
uh it would be too much uh it would be yeah. kind of dark and and whatever but yeah th- this comes across as a bit more sort of real worldy dark but she, you know, she obviously kills them uh stabs one in the throat uh decapitates one uh and they all die brutally chainsaw. And chain, yeah the last one's a chainsaw up the crotch yeah <laughs> so uh yeah, the deaths are the deaths are good. I mean, yeah, there's probably maybe a bit of a, a dry spell. One, you know, from the, about the halfway point till this ending, uh, or this you know party scene, there's a bit of a dry spell there that could have used another kill. Uh, yeah, dry as sandwood. Sandpaper was the joke. sandpaper. Yeah. <laughs> you could tell that 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 joke really took that to heart because the first thing he said to her at the party was. Uh, I won't make anyone's pussy dry. He yeah. really, really had to emphasize that. He was like, oh, don't do that. Um, yeah. Ego was hurt. So, uh, but yeah, so, you know, to go back and sort of do the actual plot side of things, the actual switch mm-hmm. and all that. Um, like I said, I really enjoy when she wakes up and it's him in her body and looking around very stoically, staring at the knife in the kitchen like she, and I love the idea that she almost kills the sister, but the mom just sort of <laughs> takes the knife out of her hand, and it it becomes this almost like I I, I could have almost done like half an hour of her trying to kill people, but something keeps foiling totally. because no one's expecting her to be a serial killer. They're just accidentally stopping Agreed. it from happening. I could yeah. I could have had a whole half hour of that comedy. That that was funny, Amy. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but what, what I, I love like anytime she had like interaction with someone like the mother just kind of like looking at her and be like, is everything okay? Like, you know, I feel mm-hmm. so bad. I made you like your favorite. And then just, yeah, her having this like her like eyes are just wide and she's just staring at him. Like, you know, again, it, you know, it's very similar to, you know, the way we kind of see like, yeah, these like serial killers <laughs> kind of staring at them. Like you're not even human and stuff. And then, uh, but then, you know, everyone just continuing to treat her like normal, like, okay, <laughs> you know, come mm-hmm. on, let's go get ready. Yeah, I think the argument in the movie probably is that, okay, she was stabbed by a CEO killer last night. Right. Uh, so we'll, we'll cut her some slack and let her act weird for a bit. <laughs> yeah, uh, totally. Uh, but obviously the main plot really comes from the other side of it, uh, which is mm-hmm. Vince Vaughn waking up. Uh, so Millie is in Vince Vaughn's body. And like right away, there's like, again, like some of this comedy with this works, some of it doesn't. Like I actually kind of, so this homeless guy, <coughs> ask him if he's got drugs. Yeah. And she says no. And then says, Oh, by the way, you know, and she's like, Hey, do I do I look like a teenage girl to you? And then I thought it was funny that the guy's like, Oh, you were lying, you do have drugs. I want to feel like a yeah. teenage girl. I want to feel like a teenage girl. That made me laugh. And then I thought the end of the scene kinda of ruined it where he just had to yell out, I'll suck your dick. Yeah. I, I was like, uh, eh, that wasn't that funny. Yeah, I don't need that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I think it was yeah, like it, it was much funnier to yeah, have him be like, oh, like, hey, what kind of drug makes you feel like a teenage girl? I want to feel like a teenage girl. Like, that is, like, yeah, that's, like, a little more clever, kind of unexpected yeah. and funny. And then, yeah, someone just, like, I mean, it's 2020. Like, someone just yelling, I'll suck your dick is not, <laughs> like, you know, like, I don't even want to say it's, like, oh, it's, like, problematic or something. It's just, like, it's just not funny. Like, it's... No, I don't. Th- I mean, I don't necessarily think <laughs> it's problematic either. It's, it's not... I, I don't think it's... Uh... But it's it's just crude humor uh, to the point that yeah. it doesn't really like. I'm not That's saying not that needed. I'm not saying there's no context in which the lines of someone saying they'll suck your dick can't be funny. I'm sure there's a context where that line can hit and can 
have an effect. But this was just someone offering it for drugs. It wasn't, you know, there was no humor yeah, to this. I, I think at the very least, like, I, I mean, I don't know if this would save it, but like, I don't know if there was maybe something more where like her reacting to it and like suddenly realizing she had a dick and being like, you know, surprised by that or being like, wait, my what? Like, how do I don't know, like, not that it may necessarily would save it, but maybe at least it would give it more something to do than to just be like, oh, sure. No, hey, look, a guy is yelling, you know? Right. Um, no, no, see, see if it said it and then, like, Vince Vaughn turned around and went, wait, my what? <laughs> like, that may have made it funny. Yeah, that may have made it yeah. funny. Uh, which, I, that was actually one of the things that I was maybe not worried about, but, like, I was like, okay, how are they going to handle this serial killer in a teenage girl's body? Are they going to do anything weird with it? And honestly, they, they don't really, like, the only thing that happens, and it feels, it doesn't feel like a perfect thing at all, is that when she's first sort of, you're standing up and he's looking down, there is a moment where he kind of, like, touches the chest, but it's not like an, like a, like a pervy, oh, I'm feeling boobs way, it's more of a, oh, I've got boobs. Like, it's, it's more of a, yeah. like, a shock thing, it's not, it never comes across as weird or pervy. Uh, there's far more, there's far more jokes from the other side where Millie and Vince Vaughn's body's going, oh, I've got a dick. Oh, I've got balls. Oh, the, like... Yeah. <laughs> you know, and some of it's okay, some of it's not. I did think it was weird, though, because what, part of the thing is is that he, he smells really bad when she first wakes mm -hmm. up. So she goes, she breaks into the school and goes to the showers. And then I've seen a couple of scenes later, she tries to, like, communicate with her friends, and they obviously get scared because mm -hmm. there's a sketch all over the news of who the killer looks like. So they, they know it's the killer, they're running away from her. Mm -hmm. And there's a whole, you know, bit of comedy where they're, they're fighting back and trying to hit him and blah, blah, blah. And yeah. one of them kicks kicks her in the balls. And she says, oh, I've got balls. And I was like, but you had a shower. You, did, you didn't know it. You, yeah. you, didn't, you didn't look down when you were in the shower. You didn't, you didn't clean that part. <laughs> oh, I yeah, thought it was a bit I weird. Thought... I mean, yeah, I, I think it's not like a super funny line. Like, I, I feel like... I don't know, there's just something else you could have done, like, like, yeah, she should know she she has balls, but, like, instead the uh, revelation should be how much it hurts, like, you know, yeah. she should be like, that's what getting kicked in the balls feels like, you know, like, like, something like that, instead of just being like, oh, I have balls, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, Dora, I appreciate that it has to happen to her. So that later yeah. on when she's like the switch back and she's fighting back, she has the idea to kick him in the butt. Not that it's like a super like, like you have to sell <laughs> the idea that someone knows to kick a serial killer on the balls. Everyone right. might try that, but it, it gave it a bit of impact at the end when she's like, "Oh, I, I you know, I realize maybe what your weakness is and kicks him in the balls." Um, yeah. But yeah, it just I don't know. It just felt weird after the shower scene. Like, what you you just occurred, yeah. that just occurred to you, especially since. Uh, so there's a whole scene after they've like realized and she's proven that she's her by like you know reciting things and doing the, the dance and uh the, the secret handshake and whatever <laughs> handshake else and, yeah uh there's a scene where they're in the bathroom and she's in the cubicle peeing and she, and I, I you know part of this was amusing part of it wasn't I, I, the parts <laughs> the parts that i thought were amusing is when she's just looking down going you know peeing standing up's not so bad like i, I kind of like that sort of shrugging mentality of oh that's not so bad um, yeah. and I also liked when she was done, she sort of looked down at the, the toilet roll and went, do I wipe? Like, I, I kind of, <laughs> I, I liked that moment. That was like a really like, funny little touch to, to that. Uh, but in the same and, scene though, there's also a moment where she's literally going swinging it but side to side and you can hear the, the smacking yeah. as if she's like having fun with it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. what is this? Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's a bit much. Uh, one, one thing that I did think was kind of a, um, 
maybe a, a, a little more subtler, like kind of funny touch was like, mm. uh, like earlier she's in the, um, uh, like woman's, uh, uh, stall is what we call them, not cubicles. Uh, but the, like, there was like some graffiti or something like on the, the wall and like in the woman's bathroom, I think it just says like something like love hurts or, or whatever, like, but it's like mostly very clean. And then I, mm. I, I like when she's in the, the men's bathroom, it's just all like gross stuff and, like penises, uh, including <laughs> one thing that says uh, that her name, and she's like a, a cock gobbler. I think was the thing. I think so. Uh, yeah, but it was written on the. Yes, I'm so sorry you're offended by my my use of the word <laughs> cubicle for the bathroom stall. But yes, that's it's just weird. I, I I've never heard that before. Like it's I don't know, it's strange. Uh, sorry, sorry. Something like, different. It, it makes sense. I, I like I I'm not <laughs> disputing it. I just I, I, I never heard it referred that way. <laughs> um but yeah so and, like the awkward jokes in terms of that stuff kind of disappear for a bit and it's mostly just like him acting over the top a little bit for some of the stuff yeah. but they realize that they have 24 hours until the change is permanent so they have to get the dagger back which is sitting in police evidence and they have to yeah. uh you know you know have her they'll have him stab her so that they'll switch back yeah 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 so they have to so they have to capture uh, him and her body they have to capture the killer and this is okay I mean, it, because they don't actually capture him till after they have the whole chase because obviously someone eventually sees you know the killer walking around you know and it's her uh yeah. and his body so they have to sort of do a, a bit of a chase the sister because our sister's a cop we didn't even mention that our big sister's uh yeah. one of the cops in the town and there's a bit of a chase that, that leads to Kind of a scene, I mean, one of the things we've not really talked about yet is the family life and the idea that her mother's a bit of an alcoholic because of the death of her father, mm-hmm. and her sister is kind of like, you know, has problems with her mother. It, 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 it kind of sets all this stuff up. I, I, I don't know how much of it was necessarily needed. I appreciated the attempt, though, because I... one, one of the things that Happy Death Day was actually very good at was uh, using a little bit of drama like this to make the character arc be a bit more impactful. I think the the thing here is is that they do so little with the, the the sort of the family rebonding and like the relationships being repaired that I actually think the the other like arc of the movie, which is just her realizing that she can be confident, is enough. That's enough of an emotional arc to make the movie work. Uh, the family stuff yeah. feels a bit more extraneous, and I don't necessarily feel like it gets much of a resolution outside of the fact that they all work together at the end to beat the killer. But I mean, it's it's fairly minimal. Yeah, I I wasn't a fan of this. Uh, it, it felt pretty misplaced uh, to me. Like, I don't want to say it was necessarily like handled poorly, but uh, again, in a movie that's like a very, you know, like working on like a lot of comedy stuff. Uh, to me, I, I just don't think you really need this kind of real life emotional uh, bent to it. I think especially in the beginning, it kind of hurts it because, like, we're, like we're saying how um uh like you know the the way millie is acting in vince vaughn's body doesn't seem like the way the character we meet in the beginning and i think a lot of it is because um in the beginning like we're just kind of seeing her like being sad about her mom and learning about her dad passing away and and everything where like i feel like yeah if you just leave that stuff out then you could have just seen her as a normal girl like got maybe more of a sense of her personality so it would make more sense when she's in uh, the body so i don't know it, it's not like the worst 
stuff in the world but to me i just feel like i probably didn't need this yeah. well i think it. you do have to have her be kind of like the shy girl because i, I think the, the part that does work yeah. about the art is the idea that she is not confident she does get bullied and right, you know right. her time as a as in this the killer body uh does give her this confidence and does because i think i think the important part of the movie because i was almost mad when i thought it was ending until it gave us like an extra like five ten minutes extra at the end where the killer comes after sure. them because mm-hmm. i thought no you need to have her like beat the killer as herself because otherwise the the, the, right, the arc's right, right. not complete she has to be able to fight back and sort of do it on her own in her own body and yeah. that kind of completes the story um so i was glad they did that because i think it needed that i, I think because I, I think I, I mostly like the last like 15 minutes as well i, I think where i'm i'm a bit mixed on it sure. is the you know a lot of the middle chunk <laughs> unfortunately uh yeah but so but there's a scene anyway the reason why i was bringing up the family stuff is because there's a scene where they're hiding in a department store where, where her mom oh, yeah. works <laughs> and mm-hmm. she ends up having like a meaningful conversation with her mom and vince vaughn's body like through the the uh, the changing rooms door and mm-hmm. it's kind of this weird thing where I, I get why they wanted to do the joke where the mom wants to date this man but it is weird because because they, they they especially go out of the way for it to point out like like I know it's weird that you know I haven't even seen your face yet but, but I you know I've enjoyed talking <laughs> to you for the last five minutes that you know maybe we could get a cup of coffee or something and uh, I I did laugh at uh, her reaction to when or, she said that or, or when well, she's just like oh god no <laughs> yeah she's like she's like ooh god no <laughs> like, I, I think that was kind of funny <laughs> that was a little bit funny because it comes off as really mean obviously from the other perspective yeah. but <laughs> especially like because they're having like such like a nice conversation and then to immediately just be like ooh <laughs> yeah it's a very it's a very it's deep funny. conversation about loss because I mean obviously they're both talking about the same person but. She's like, oh yeah, I lost my father because you know she's talking about losing her husband, and it's this deep conversation about loss and getting over it, and and you know struggling to survive and be strong. And I was like, oh, would you want to like maybe get a drink and like talk about this some more? It's like, oh god, no, <laughs> don't, don't, be, don't be ridiculous. Uh, and it, it takes a, like and it takes us some blubbering to get to the issues. Oh, I'm married. I'm a married man. I'm a, yeah, that's it. I'm married. Yeah, sorry, yeah. go away. <laughs> um, um, yeah. But no, I think that is funny though, because I I feel like that is something you see like in, um, like those kind of like uh, like I don't know if I just want to say like body switch movies, but like I don't know, like uh, maybe not necessarily like in, in something like in Freaky Friday, but like any of those movies where like you know someone has to to dress up like a like a woman or something like big mama's house you know there's always like that one character that like it, you know is into the you oh, know, person sure. that's dressed up so it kind of felt like that trope to me which i, I think yeah, it's well, kind of like a funny thing to it's a, it's, a, it's a little that trope i think it's also a little like not just body spot movies but i think any movie where a character not, not even just for comedy reasons like you're saying like you know big mama's house but like any <laughs> type of movie where there's a character in disguise or whatever but you, you get these like conversations where someone will open up about something related to the relationship without realizing they're talking to the the you know the main, oh, the right, main character yeah. like i feel like that's a bit of a trope in a lot of movies uh so that's yeah. kind of what they were doing here uh and again it's one of those and things the- where i don't know if the all the comedy necessarily lands cause some of it feels a little bit forced in places but occasionally yes, there will be yeah. a joke that's quite funny too um what well, one of the running yeah, things definitely. is that there's the boy that she has the crush on who okay. They end up having to kidnap him because he sees, you know, the Vince Vaughn face and he'll go to the cops. So they have to, like, kidnap him so he doesn't, like, ruin things. But they also capture the killer. 
uh, at the arcade and they've got uh you know the killer tied up to a chair and they're in Josh's house uh and when he wakes up they have to kind of convince him that that you know that, that, that he's her and he basically is convinced because she recites this poem that she wrote and put in his locker uh anonymously and this is what convinces him the reason why i bring this up of course is the scene that was hey, really... did you yeah oh sorry no. oh, no, I, I don't know if you had the the same like thing that i i was thinking with that is like well i i mean this could also be like a crazy man that snuck into the school and like, <laughs> yeah. put that note in his locker it doesn't like he didn't really necessarily like maybe he had an inkling it was her before but like yeah, also, I, I wouldn't say that's, like, stone-cold proof that, you know, yeah. that is who how, is. So, how did you feel about the scene, then, where they get talking in the car that leads to the kiss? Like, I, 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 You know, I, I thought it was kind of funny. Uh, like, I, I, I guess maybe I kind of admire that they actually went for it because I kept expecting it to start going that way and then, like, uh, you know, Vince Vaughn was going to lead, lead in and he was going to be like, oh, let's do this later or something. So I kind of, I, I don't know, I guess it was unexpected that he was the one that was like, hey, you know, uh, isn't it weird that I kind of want to kiss you right now? Like, I'm like, oh, I, it, I guess this is a very accepting guy. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit odd because I felt like it, it felt a little forced to me for the sake of the ridiculous comedy of this teenage boy trying to kiss Vince Vaughn. Um, yeah. And, and you're right, in a way it is kind of like really weirdly accepting of him. But it is, it is odd that there's not even a moment of hesitation or a moment of... Like, it feels like he's just into it and he's like, you know what, I want to kiss you right yeah. now. I'm just going to do it. <laughs> like, um, and it's not like he's trying to say anything about his character. He just goes for it. And it's... I was like, okay, I don't know. That's, I feel like that, that, those are the moments where it's leading into the comedy a bit too much, where it's trying to be really funny by having this teenage boy like yeah. wanting to kiss Vince Vaughn. But it's... it's it's a uh, I, I don't know i i kind of like just felt a little like odd about the whole thing i was like that felt weird it, it felt weird that he was so ready and willing without even a moment of going you know it's kind of weird i mean i mean they just say that he does say it's weird that way i kiss you right now but he's so eager that it just doesn't feel yeah, like, natural i guess i don't know it's, it's odd. i yeah i feel like it's uh, like I don't think it's like you couldn't do that scene, but I feel like it would have had to have like led up to it more. I I think like what you're saying, yeah, it's like before they even have like a deep meaningful conversation, he's already like, hey, can I come into the back seat? Like, yeah, you know, he's like pretty like <laughs> like from the start, just like ready to go. Like I think maybe you could have done it if they're already sitting next to each other, and you know maybe they're having like a conversation where he's like yo i'm worried i might not get my body back and like you know who could ever love me like this and i never even had my first kiss like if they're if they're doing stuff like that it seems like a more natural progression but yeah I, I could, he's just pretty much right away like okay I, I could see that working i think the other thing that would make it work if you wanted to do the kiss and have it feel like it was earned would be to sort of like so because i feel like that's the other thing is that he's only known that she's been body spot for like an hour at this point it's kind of you know like if anything, he should still be having doubts that this has really happened because it's such a surreal thing. See yeah. if the, he spent the whole movie with the character <coughs> and by like, you know, like by the time we get a third act that they've been through so much shit together and like one of them might die and it's like, shit, mm -hmm. I'm just going to kiss you. Like, you know, it's still a chance I'm going to get, you know, right. you know, body be damned. 
Like, that'd be something. Uh, it just felt a bit weird. No, I mean, obviously, I mean, there's not every possibility the kid's, you know, bisexual or whatever. Like, there's, there's every chance <laughs> that that's the case, but uh, it never indicates that, that that is what's going on, though. It's, 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 it's sort of just played for. He just doesn't care. It's like he knows it's her, so he's just going to go for it. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. It's, it's just, I, I don't know. It felt a bit, a bit in the foresight. I did think it was a bit weird, though, because this whole thing here, they're waiting outside <laughs> the police station while the, the, the friend. Uh, the girl, mm. she she goes in to like get the uh, the blade, and she like has to talk her sister, talk talk the, the the main character's big sister out of leaving, and sh- she and Josh are clearly like aiding what looks like the serial killer right now. And at the mm. end of the movie, when everything's resolved and they've switched bodies back, and the the they the, the think they've killed the killer, like it's weird that like no one's held responsible or like no one questions the <laughs> friends that they were helping the killer like the sister just seems to forget about it and drop it oh yeah and, and also uh i'm sure like all these dead bodies uh i i'm sure that they're gonna assume that it's the uh blissfield butcher but mm-hmm. also they're probably gonna have to do some preliminary tests and they're gonna like realize like hey his fingerprints aren't on these weapons and like Hey, uh, guess what? Like Millie's, you know, DNA is around here or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, or even just something as simple as now the killer had to be this height because of the direction of the blood right, or, yeah. or whatever. Like, you know, like, <laughs> there's a lot of reasons why the killings aren't going to match up with his body. Um, which I, I'm like, okay. I, I, like, I know I complained a lot about some of the makeup stuff earlier. I'm okay to accept this part though, uh, in terms of like, the killings not matching the body because. I'll let that go because the movie gets far too complex if we have to then explain right, why right, she's right, not right. going to be the one going to prison for doing all these killings. Yeah, um, yeah. It would just be a depressing, shitty ending if we had to do that. <laughs> but it is weird how much the sister sees with the other two kids helping the serial killer and then never mm-hmm. even asks a question about it after the, the, the resolution at the party. It's very odd. Yeah. I, I mean, again, I know that this wouldn't be as entertaining a movie, but like, part of me did wonder like okay why did you not go to like the sister right away and then like you know mm. i'm sure there's like enough she could tell from her past to make like the sister believe you know that she did swap bodies you know similar to how she proved it to her friends and stuff and then you know once you get the sister on board it, you know it's easy enough to get the you know knife from evidence and stuff but yeah i, I mean again i obviously plus, I understand that that's not the movie <laughs> yeah and plus for getting around having the police officer be in on the the, the the job right. <laughs> it probably makes it a bit easier it would be my my guess uh yeah but before we move on to the last section we should go back and talk a little bit when because millie breaks out uh you know killer and millie's body breaks out of the of confinement at Josh's house because she's left behind and- there with josh and she's tied up and he's <laughs> watching bravo eating cheetos for whatever reason and i actually did uh- kind of like the joke of this scene which is that his mom comes because she's like a flight attendant uh and she comes mm-hmm. back and she's like, hey, why is your friend Millie sitting in a chair with, like, a gag and, like, you know, tied to the chair? And he tries to sort of, like, play it off as role-playing. And I actually thought some of the dialogue here was pretty funny. Uh, the main part that I liked was when he tries to say it's a role-playing thing and the mom just goes, role-playing? Isn't that, like, a like a sex thing? And I kind of like... The part that made me laugh is that throughout all this, you know, the... The killer in Millie's body is like either nodding or like shaking her head to like respond. So mm-hmm. when she said, "Isn't that like a sex thing?" and it cuts to, uh, you know, Millie and the, the the killer, she just goes, "Mm-hmm." 
<laughs> she, she really yeah. emphasized, like, yeah, this is the next thing, right? Which is obviously, and Josh is obviously very gay. Like, he's, he's like, you know, like very yeah. outspokenly gay from the start of the, the movie. Um, so the mom's confused and he's like, okay, mom, I don't know how to break this to you, but I'm straight. And I did kind of, I did think it was a little bit funny that the, because the, 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 the joke of the, the gay person trying to break it to the pair that they're straight, to flip the, the usual, yeah. like, coming out the closet, is, is overdone. I did kind of like that the mom's like, Josh, honey, you're many things, but, what, <laughs> but one of them is not straight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, well, there's some amusement there. Yeah, I, I thought that, yeah, reaction was pretty funny. I, I, uh, I like the like, course up there that I just, you know, to get the, the point of that is that the idea that they're having to treat her is dangerous, but the, the, anyone who doesn't know that this is the killer is going to then think that they're... Because I almost think there should have been like a scene where they all had to be in front of other people where the killer couldn't just kill them immediately, but they all had to go along yeah. and pretend that they were friends still or something. Like I, I feel like there was more you could have done with right. that, where they had to pretend to still be like friends with each other for whatever reason. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, it feels like there's some missed opportunities. And, uh, yeah, I did think, like, this scene was kind of funny. I do think um, a, a bit of a problem uh, that I have, uh, and it's not just this scene, but I think, yeah, a lot of the jokes in the movies is I do think they go on a bit too long. Uh, I, mm -hmm. I do think... That's fair. Like, there was a bit too much back and forth. Like, the idea of, like, being like, uh, what is this? Oh, yeah, it's role-playing, it's sex, blah, blah, Like, it, it just feels like you could have cut, like, you know, uh, like, at least one or two back and forths on that, uh, and it would have been uh, a little tighter. Um, and, and there was a, you know... A, couple of instances like that in the movie where i'm just like okay we get it like yeah yeah tighten this up that, that, that's a that's a big problem with a lot of modern comedy though is that uh i mean it's not oh, as bad in this, but uh I mean, the example i always bring up is the new ghostbusters uh where every yeah there's actually there's a couple of scenes in that movie where this joke would be really funny if it ended like 30 seconds ago <laughs> but it just kept going <laughs> yeah they're the, i mean i don't want to get off on, on a tangent yeah, yeah. on like modern comedy but i do feel like Judd Apatow kind of like mm. ruined comedy, like where, like you know, like not to say he's not funny and stuff, but it's just like you need to learn to cut a scene. Like not every improv back and forth dialogue is like funny for like five minutes. Like show show some restraint. But <clears throat> uh, anyway, though, uh, one thing I I do think though um uh, that I liked was uh yeah the the killer in in Millie's body kind of like learning how to use that to her uh, advantage like she mm -hmm. doesn't have the advantage of like strength and stuff and, and everything but um like she can use stuff like when they first see her at the school and like you know they're kind of afraid uh like oh no what is she gonna do but then like all she does is start screaming and go it's a blissfield butcher and then it's like oh okay yeah she's like using that to her advantage like yeah you know, so everyone's yeah, gonna that, that's really <laughs> go the moment him. that's the moment where he first realizes how to use it i think is when yeah. when he sees his own body and just screams and because I, I, I always like the moment where so she's streaming so the police who are in the school investigating like come running but as soon as like they leave her line of sight or his line of sight he just immediately stops streaming and the face goes completely serious again and it's like oh okay exactly like that visual is really good and more of that i think <laughs> if there's one thing that i would have done is that while the kills that we do get are good mm. it's very clear that all the main characters are safe it's very clear that the only oh, people sure. who are going to die are the bullies, the ones who are unlikable, and the characters at the start. And I think it really would have benefited, and maybe it would have, like, I guess you want a happier ending, but I, I feel like 
one or two of the people she likes should have died too. There, there should have been a couple of likable yeah. deaths, I, I think, to, to really hit home the, the danger. Uh, it feels a little mm. bit like it's lacking bite because uh, the main characters are safe, but uh, it is what it is. Anyway. Yeah, so- I, I, I could see, like, I, I don't know, the... I feel like I wouldn't want the friends to die, uh, but like, uh, I think there was maybe a, a few moments where I was like, wondering like, all right, is Josh possibly gonna get killed or or hit or maybe even if not him, like his mom or something? But, um, yeah, like I I could have seen maybe like you know the sister dying or something like that. Yeah, yeah, or even the mom yeah. potentially. Yeah, good on that route. Uh. So, but like I said earlier, though, you, you, this movie wouldn't have been complete just by getting her body back, which, you know, happens. Mm-hmm. There's a little fake out as well where they think they're too late, but there was a... I didn't need the flashback to it. They could have just said out loud what it was, but there's yeah. a line earlier on where, uh, back when she's still in her body right at the start of the movie where uh, Booker, the, the you know, the, the love interest, he says, oh, this trick to get in class on time, I set all my watches like five minutes uh, slow, mm-hmm. or ahead, rather, Uh so that I, you know, I'll always make it on time. I'll, you know, I'll think I'm really late, but I never am. And so they realize, oh wait, we've still got five minutes. It's not been twenty four hours. There's still five minutes. Uh, so there's like a little fake out. But we do, we do the classic, you know, Halloween style thing where he breaks out the ambulance oh. after because they they, they, yeah. they they shoot him and it's like whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Can I just say though, with uh, that fake out scene, what really annoyed me about this is, I feel like it would have been more effective if. You know, the watch beeped, like, maybe, like, a little bit before they had actually, like, got her to the ground or something. Because it's literally, like, his hand is raised in the air with the knife, and then it beeps. And then all of a sudden, they're like, oh, no, it's too late. It's like, you don't know the exact properties of this mystical knife. Like, are you really going to stop, like, because yeah. you're a second off or something? Like, just do it. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I, I thought... I understand, like you know, hey, let's have this fake out, and it's a clever callback and everything. Yeah. But also, uh, the question, fe- the question I'd have as well: Do you actually know to the I second think- what what, what right. time you were stabbed right. at? Like, because I mean, I, uh, you might actually have like an extra two minutes just because you weren't that accurate in the first place. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I, I totally agree, and it's uh, yeah. So I, I think that like, that could have been handled better. And then also, I don't know if this uh bugged you uh like it did me, but like. This time when they stab each other, they instantly switch back. But like last time, it seems like they had to sleep. Jiro, Jiro, yeah, that's the thing. So the the start of the movie when these stabs are, they're still in their own bodies until they go to sleep and they wake up in the morning and they've switched. And I actually, I actually thought to myself during this scene, I bet it's instant at the end when they switch back. I I knew they were going to change this. Now, admittedly, I think the idea is is that because they're switching back, it's instant because it's it's you know. It's a twenty-four sure. hour ritual. It has to be twenty-four mm-hmm. hours before it's it's like permanent. But because they're snapping back to their own bodies, it's instant. It, it's 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 a ch- mechanical thing that is a, is a little cheap, just so it can be instant at the end. But I yeah. think they really wanted them to wake up in the other bodies and not just be switched instantly at the start, because they'd be like, "Oh well, they're on the field now, and he's taken to the police exactly, station in yeah. her body, and it wouldn't be as funny." So I, I get, I'll forgive them it because I get why they made that choice. To, to make it have the delay at That's the start fair. so yeah. i'll give him that that makes sense yeah but like i said at the end you you had to have her defeat the killer in her own body to sort of like conclude the arc of her like finding some strength and like you know getting a taste of the strength and say and you know like no strength isn't just about physical size it's about you know what's inside and you can fight back and stand up for yourself uh so it's a pretty typical scene where he comes to the house and breaks in and you know fights her a bit 
Uh, and it is notable that he talks here. It's, it's the only time in the movie that he talks in his own body is in this final scene. That's true, yeah. Uh, but, you know, everyone's sort of fighting back. It's so weird, though, that the mum and the sister clearly hear him talk about, like, the bodies being switched. <laughs> Because they, they're constantly have questions. Yeah, they're constantly talking about what it was like to be each other in this scene as the, as he's trying well, to kill her. Well, like I, I it, it sounds kind of like gross, but like the the way he says it is is he's like I've been inside your body, and it just makes it sound like oh, they yeah. you know had like a relationship or something like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah what's the mother thinking when she hears that? Would go. Yeah, oh, like, no. oh god, <laughs> what happened to my my baby girl? Uh, but of, of course, uh, they all fight back and. Uh, she, you know, gets to kill him uh, to to the point where she like it's basically stakes him through the heart like a vampire. <laughs> it's like a table leg. Just goes oh, all yeah. the way through. <laughs> I was like, damn, is she auditioning for the, the oh. Buffy reboot? It feels like she's uh, yeah. <laughs> feels like she's you know going for it. Well, uh, yeah, I've talked before about how uh, you know, there's that trope in like vampire movies. Whenever someone gets knocked against like a wooden piece mm-hmm. of furniture, it always conveniently breaks into stakes i think this is the first time i've seen it in a non-vampire movie though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it's pretty chuckled uh she had more yeah. of a snappy one-liner though afterwards she's in that buffy reboot for sure addition she has to yeah. uh, have a snappy <laughs> one-liner afterwards um I, I mean i do think Catherine newton is the best part of the movie uh both, Without a doubt, bo- yeah. both as herself and as well not you know not herself herself but you know as the millie and as uh the killer the butcher, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, I, I think the script is decent in places, but a little bit too far with the comedy in other places. I think the direction is solid, uh, and the setup is really good, but there's de- definitely some... I don't know. I, just, I, I don't think the Vince Vaughn performance as Hart is all that convincing, and that took me out of it a little bit, and there's a little bit of a lull in the kills. And like I say, I think maybe the biggest disappointment is... Uh, yeah, the, the, well, the shoehorned in family stuff, which feels a bit extraneous. The, the arc of her getting confident and fighting up and standing up for herself, that's enough of a, an emotional arc to make the movie have, have a bit of a backbone. Yeah. So that's cool. Uh, but I, I think the missed opportunity, though, is we were talk- talking about the air hostess scene, you know, the, Josh's mum, and the idea of oh, yeah, like, yeah. them having to, like, like, not be in cahoots with the killer at any point, but have to, like, mm-hmm. pretend in some way and, like, watch the killer try to, like, essentially as a teenager try to like fight against them using teenage stuff and using that yeah. and like playing with that a little bit more could have been more fun um but it's not a bad watch by any means there's definitely stuff in there to enjoy right. I, I i i thought i was really going to like it i thought i was going to be like be up up almost to happy death day levels from the opening like 20 mm. minutes and by the end it was a bit more less than that and i know you're going to disagree with this i think i like this a little bit less than happy death day too and I know you disagree with that because you, you well, didn't I mean, like that yeah. movie. Yeah, I mean, well, we heavily <laughs> disagreed yeah. on, on that movie. Like, I, uh, I mean, I, I, I hate to be like too negative, but I, I mean, that's one movie. Whenever I think about that, I'm like, yeah, that <laughs> movie really bothered me. Uh, and again, it's, um, and and it's not necessarily because there was like too much comedy in that movie, but it's just the comedy that was there didn't work for me. Where I would mm. say, not all the comedy in this movie worked for me, but there was definitely more that, that worked than didn't. And, um, and a lot of the stuff that didn't work, it's not like it was too far off. It's just like, okay, yeah, maybe just need a little tightening up or maybe like a second pass on like a punchline or something. You know, it wasn't like horrible, uh, to me, but I, 
I mean, I, I don't think we're too far off. Like, I, I, I do agree. I think this is a, you know, pretty flawed movie, but not, uh, you know, most of the stuff I, I feel like are mostly small quibbles uh, with maybe a few things here and there. They're like, yeah, that probably should have been changed or whatever. But, I mean, overall, I think it's like, you know, a, a still a pretty fun watch. Uh, you know, it's a fun premise um, with, uh, yeah, especially, yeah, Catherine Newton uh, gets a lot out of it. Um, I mean, I guess that's the biggest flaw is that, yeah, there's not enough of her. Like, it feels like it's a lot of her in the beginning and then that middle part. Mm. Yeah, it, it's more about Vince Vaughn, uh, which uh, I, I don't have as much of a problem with his performance, but I do agree with what you're saying. It doesn't feel uh, uh, as much as what we know about the character, and it feels like, oh, let's just do a generic high school girl, whatever. Um, <clears throat> but... At, at the same time, it, it doesn't bug me that too much, and I don't think everything he does is funny. But I think there are definitely moments, um, yeah, that, that were enjoyable. Uh, I I don't know if this bothered you as much as it did me though, but like, because you you're talking about like his outfit and stuff before, mm -hmm. uh, like once he does shower and everything, and he's on the run, like there's so many times where I was like, oh my god, like why is he not tried to change clothes? Why is he not gotten like? <laughs> a jacket or something somewhere where he can be a little more incognito like because yeah he is pretty much just always running around like in that same outfit and everything yeah um except for when he has the mask which i, I don't uh, that, that i don't really understand what too much what the point of that was i think it's more suspicious to see someone like running around in like a weird mask well to uh, say to say mask it's not his killer mask yeah at one point in the game right, right, like, right, uh, right. like you're one of those like crappy think... rubber like dead president masks <laughs> yeah and he's walking around in that, which just looks way more suspicious than anything else. Yeah, but... it's, it's, it's very strange. Um, very odd. Well, one thing I, I will point out um, that, uh, so like, yeah, there's that scene where they're like after school or whatever, they're at the, I guess it's like an arcade. Um, <clears throat> but they have something I've never seen before. And now I'm like, oh my God, I, I hope these are real because I, I want to go to one. But it was like a mini golf thing, but it was inside like a haunted house, which, <laughs> oh, man, I, I love mini golf. And I love like, you know, those like haunted house scare attractions. So if they if there's like a thing that combines both of those, I'd really like love to go to that. That seems pretty believable. There's like a, a, haunt, a Halloween themed mini golf somewhere that's. I'd, I'd, I'd be there in a second <laughs> if I could find one. Yeah. <laughs> It looked really fun. I haven't been mini golfing in a long time. I was like, oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, I haven't <clears> been mini golfing in probably a decade at this point. It's been a while. It used to be like a yeah. staple of like, you know, birthdays or whatever. Like, yeah, I go mini golf and then go and get something to eat or get a drink or whatever. But... When, you know, a, a couple of years ago for my uh, bachelor party, when you, me and my friends were driving up to, you know, we rented this house for the weekend and on our way up there, we, we, we passed by this like, <clears throat> this uh arcade um and we were just like hey we don't really have anything planned like you know want to just pull in here and like see what's up and uh we pulled in there and um you know it was probably like 12 or 1 o'clock <laughs> and you know this group of like grown men and we were like hey can we play a laser tag and, then, <laughs> uh, and uh, i'd actually never played laser tag before so like the first time i played it when i was like when i get married like when i was 32 probably <laughs> uh <laughs> and but that's pretty fun. I did play laser tag like once or twice as a kid. Uh, yeah. Barely remember it though, if I'm honest. But, <clears throat> hey, you know what? I've uh, I, I actually my my wife always wants to do this more uh, than I do because I, I kind of want to do it, but I've never done a uh, paintball. 
always it looks kind of fun but i don't know because it, it always seems like it might hurt though <laughs> i don't want to get like uh you know hurt too much <laughs> time doesn't make it hurt it's true put, <laughs> it on the, like pain. put it put it on the box <laughs> Uh, I think that's us, though. We have talked a long time about yeah. this movie, Timmy. That, uh, and, yeah, okay, there was, like, a two-minute tangent there at the end about paintball, laser tag, and uh, mini-golf, <laughs> but most of that was very much on topic, so I think it's finally time to rate Freaky. So, what are you giving it? <sighs> um, I'm kind of bouncing between a, a 6.5 and a 7. Um... I, I think I'll be generous in it and I'll give the seven. Um, yeah, I, I think, yeah, I, I liked it. I didn't love it. Um, I think, you know, there's definitely a lot of charm there in the performances. And, um, you know, it, it's nice that it's an actual R rated movie. So you do, you know, still get, <clears throat> you know, some kills and uh, some gore and stuff here and there. Um, there's, I, I, I think most of all, it just feels like, it needed uh some tightening up uh because what is it like probably like an hour 40 something yeah it's hour 42 yeah <laughs> which like i i feel like not that you necessarily needed like cut off a good chunk but i just feel like um some of the jokes maybe some of the beats or something could have gone down a bit uh just, just make it more of a tight movie but uh, again it's not like enjoy uh unenjoyable it's not like hard to watch or whatever so yeah i'll i'll go with the seven i guess yeah i'm probably gonna come in a little bit lower obviously <laughs> uh probably go with a six out of ten for me i think it's watchable i think there's definitely things to like uh, i i think there's more potential than is achieved mm. um but there's definitely things there that are worth seeing it for. And I, I'm still very much looking forward to seeing what Christopher Landon does next. Because it definitely mm -hmm. felt like his movie. It definitely felt like, oh, I can definitely feel this coming from Happy Death Day. Like, this definitely feels like the oh, same yeah. person did this. Uh, so, you know, I hope... I, I'm more universally praising uh, the next one. But, uh, yeah. So, a bit of a mixed bag for me. Uh, for all the reasons kind of kind of stayed. Mm -hmm. But, um not a terrible time by any means so six out of ten sure so there you go uh <coughs> that is uh that is the that's the movie uh you can of course if you've been this far into the into the review you can let us know on youtube by putting the words Fre freaky friday the 13th that's what you're putting in the comments mm -hmm. because damn it this was clearly the title of the movie um <laughs> so i uh, do that time you go to post for the thumbnail so here we go yeah. three two one pause is that meant to be a, a feminine look or something or <laughs> i have no idea <laughs> <laughs> it's just the way you, you sort of fixed your hair to the side before you uh went there um do you know this already has 189 user reviews on imdb and it's new down well, there. I think it it had been out for, I mean, technically it it had a theater release a couple of weeks ago. Um, Lord knows how many people actually went to the theater to see it. True, true. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. But I, I think it's been on like VOD for at least maybe like a week or two. I don't know. Would you agree with Chris in Miami 
Okay. Because <laughs> the review is titled, it's 5 out of 10, made for mm. Disney TV quality with 30 seconds of really adult material shoved in. No. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't agree, agree with that. With that. <laughs> it, it, it does feel like a movie, and it, it, at times feels like a sort of mm. old-school slasher movie at the start, so I, w- I wouldn't uh, mm. get that. Uh, and I'll just point out another review. It's 1 out of 10 from uh, Jonas... Jonas Satmosfera that's a long name you've got there buddy Uh, from the 3rd of December it's 1 out of 10 and the the title is simply one word it just says cheapy 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 yes apparently okay yeah um I don't know alright I I, I don't know I I, I guess this is not someone who watches a lot of horror maybe you watched it as a Vince Vaughn fan expecting something with a budget but like for a horror movie, this was actually a reasonably budgety <clears throat> thing. This did not look like a directed video like, movie, I don't think. It's not like there was like big special effects set pieces though that looked horrible. Like it's no. not like VGI or like they CGI'd Vince Vaughn or something. Like I, I guess there's that like those CGI sequences where like you know the field turns into an altar, but even that I didn't think looked bad. Oh yeah, we didn't mention, but yeah, when the stabbing's happening, it's, it's, like, it's like a visual of them, like the world changes around them for like a second. It's not a big, yeah. it's, you know, it's whatever. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, and it has like a, a star in it, and even Catherine Newton's kind of an up-and-coming star. It doesn't feel like, mm. yeah, I, I wouldn't think of this as cheapy at all. This has a, yeah. Uh, there's also a two- I think that there's- Yes. Well, I mean, I, I do think there are plenty of criticisms <clears throat> you can make about the movie, but yeah, these kind of seem like weird ones that I would disagree with. Yeah, I'll just randomly fire off some other ones. Two out of ten. I can't believe the scriptwriter got paid for this. Five, five out of ten. <laughs> Only go if you've got a movie offer. Two out of ten. Thank God for the fast forward button. One out of ten. <laughs> are you kidding me? <clears throat> you know what? Like... The thing I always think about these kind of reviews are like, do they do they know what the movie's about before they watch it? Because I I feel like if you know the premise and you watch the trailer, I, I think it delivers on what you would expect from that. So it, it's weird to me that people are like, "Are you kidding me? I can't believe it!" Like, well, what did you expect? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, was there a movie called Hot Chick? Because there's one here that says Friday the Thirteenth meets Hot Chick, and I don't. Oh, yeah, I mean, Hot Chick was uh, the movie starring uh, Rob Schneider. And... Well, I'm glad, it, I'm glad I've not seen it then, uh, just from that description. I I, I mean, so I mean, it's essentially, you know, same premise, but it's... What's kind of funny is I did actually think about this because in that movie, I forget what the magical item is that makes them switch bodies, uh, but it's like... Um, it might even be Rachel McAdams. I, I don't know... Uh, Hmm. that is like the 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 titular hot chick but basically like uh <clears throat> she switches bodies with a with rob schneider so it's like rob schneider you know running around and like you know girls clothes and being like hey it's me you know uh but uh I, I, it kind of did remind me of that just because in that movie like similar to how like vince vaughn is very like gross and dirty <laughs> uh in the in this movie like it's also kind of similar to that, where like Rob Schneider's character is also kind of like, yeah, like just like a gross, dirty dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll just wrap this off with a, a different opinion than mine. Eight out of ten from Mary McFarland. Vince Vaughn totally mic dropped this thing. Eh, <laughs> okay. 
Uh, those are <coughs> those are user reviews at IMDb, uh, which is a section I've just started doing. Which, given the order of the way we recorded this, uh, the last time you got that was at Christmas. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> enjoy. Uh, but there you go, that is uh, Freaky. So, yes, uh, thank you very much for joining us. You can, of course, like and subscribe. Very important to do that. Get us on Twitter, at Screams Midnight. And, of course, we mentioned patreon.com slash TV if you want to support the show and everything we do here. As well as all the shows we have on Mailfuzz TV. Uh, but, obviously, you're there for Screams After Midnight, first and foremost. Uh, but that is freaky so thank you once again for watching or listening we always appreciate it keep watching scary movies and we will see you next time